Hey, welcome to the Coming Out Late Podcast. I'm Robin, your host, and I'm a late bloomer just like you. We are a part of a rapidly growing, lesser known, or even talked about subset of the queer community. We're a tribe, if you will. And if you're anything like me, when I came out, I was confused, scared. I felt like I was going crazy and I felt all alone and had nobody to talk to. Not to worry, you've come to the right place. In the Coming Out Late podcast, you'll hear real, raw, and relatable Coming Out Late stories. You'll be inspired, informed, and educated, and you'll definitely feel supported. And you can stop feeling like you're living someone else's life and start living your own. So welcome, you have found your tribe. And welcome to the Coming Out Late podcast. Hey, 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 this is Robin. And you are listening to the Coming Out Late podcast. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for rating the podcast and leaving me lovely comments. This has been such a great ride, such a wonderful, wonderful experience. It is a privilege. It is my pleasure to be doing this podcast. And I can't thank you enough for tuning in and listening. Be sure to tell your friends spread the word. The more the merrier is what I like to say. So what I'd like to do today is talk to you about two things. One is a special group that I started months ago. I honestly don't remember when, but I started it on Zoom. And in fact, it was a borrowed account. Thank you, Julia Hoffman from Bloomer Society. You guys have to check out Bloomer Society. Go to bloomersociety.com and check out what is going on over there. That's really where I have met so many new coming out late friends and have gotten so much support and offer support. It's it's a really great private group of people where you can make new friends and get a lot of your questions answered. So I guess I started it using Julia's Zoom ID and password, and I finally got my own Zoom account. But anyway, so we have this Zoom group, and it's a support group for all of us coming out late in life. And it's called Women Loving Women. And we meet once a week. Right now, it's on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we get together and we talk for about an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. And we talk about all things and anything and everything that has to do with our coming out late in life process, this journey that we're on together. And I have to tell you, it, it is, it's growing. And the women that I'm getting the pleasure and privilege to speak with week after week is just incredible. We share, we support we share information and knowledge and resources. You know, we pick each other up when we're feeling down. It has just been an amazing, amazing group and, and an amazing experience. So I encourage you 
If you're interested in checking us out, it's called Women Loving Women. I usually plaster it all over Facebook. So if you're in any of the coming out late, late to lesbian, any of those groups on Facebook, you will most likely see my flyer there, Women Loving Women. If not, then I encourage you to send me an email to coming out later. That's coming out later at gmail.com. So just shoot me an email and I will make sure that you are notified. Like I said, it's every Wednesday at seven o'clock, but I'll give you the Zoom ID and password. I don't have that handy at the moment. But yeah, just shoot me an email coming out later at gmail.com. Let me know that you want the Women Loving Women Zoom information, and I would be happy to forward that on to you. And I encourage you, even if you're not completely out yet, even if you're not even sure yourself, I encourage you to stop in. You can come late if you can't make it on time. You can leave early if you need to leave early. You know, I have some that bring their little kids with them. They're really little ones. You can just listen if you're not ready to share anything yet. But, you know, I encourage you to to check it out because it is growing into an amazing, an amazing group of women. And so that leads me to topic number two. Topic number two is that on our most recent Women Loving Women group, sometimes I like to pose a question to the group and we go around and we just answer it and, and share and comment on each other's share. And so this last go around, the last meeting we had of Women Loving Women, I posed the question, what do you wish you knew then that you know now? So what is it that you wished you knew then that you know now? And and specifically, that had to do with whatever, it doesn't matter whether you've been on your journey, your coming out journey for two weeks, two months, two years, two decades. Well, I guess that wouldn't be, well, maybe. It doesn't matter how long you've been on your journey. Chances are, you know something today that you wish you knew two weeks ago or two months ago or two years ago. And so I posed that question to the group, and I'm going to share with you some of the things that came out of that discussion, which were just amazing comments and insights and gutsy, courageous shares that I'm just, I was just blown away. So when I asked this, I went around and asked, you know, like I said, what do you wish you knew then that you know now on your journey? And one woman said, you know, I realize now. And I wish I knew then, when they first came out, that people don't own each other, you know, that their lives are their own, and that no one could or should tell you how to live your life. You only have one life. And, you know, that then kind of morphed into a conversation about that. And, and you know, we, we talked about, you know, why women are selfish or that we feel, well, let me back up. We're not selfish. We're enormously selfless, but that we feel that the minute we want to do something for ourselves, we hold ourselves back because we feel that we're, it's an act of selfishness. And really what this woman was saying is that, hey, we only have one life, folks, you know, one life, and, and nobody should or could be telling us how to live that life. And she just wished she knew earlier, you know, she just wished that she came to that conclusion earlier. But the good news is, is we all concluded as a group, you know, she knows that now and she has a whole life ahead of her. And yeah, I mean, we can't always know these jewels 
when we first awaken, that's for sure. This next woman, this was priceless. So this really touched me because I kind of felt the same way. This one woman said that what she wished she knew then that she knows now is that she can take care of herself. When, when I heard that, I, I was just like blown away because that's, that's how I felt. You know, that I can take care of myself, that I can live without my husband and can take care of things without his help. That I can take care of the kids, the house, our pets, and I'll be okay. That I can do it. Holy moly. I mean, that struck me because that's exactly what I worried about. I was in a very long marriage, you know, 28 years plus. And uh, I was a stay-at-home mom. I gave up my career. And I thought, man, how am I going to figure out all the things that I no longer take care of that I've turned over to him to take care of? And the reality is, I mean, I, I shocked myself. And I think this woman surprised herself too that, hey, I can do hard things. Thank you, Glennon Doyle. And I asked her, what made, what made you take that leap? What made you finally just take that risk? and see if you could do it. And she said, you know, that she lost, she lost a friend to COVID within the last year or 15 months or so. And that, that loss really made her face her fear, her fear of being afraid to go it alone, and that she realized it's now or never, that none of us are guaranteed a tomorrow. And her friend's passing, you know, due to COVID, just really woke her up. And, you know, I guess it, it just takes, unfortunately, it takes things like that sometimes to, to propel us into motion and to make some progress. But she has, you know, and what she wished she knew then that she knows now is that she can take care of herself. She can take care of her house, her kids, all the, all the adult things <laughs> that we need to do when we're living on our own. And for some of us, We've never, you know, some, some of us listening have never lived on your own. You've gone right from high school, sometimes right into marriage. Sometimes you've gone from high school to college, right into marriage. You've never had the opportunity to live alone. And yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for that. You know, you learn a bit. I mean, I lived on my own for a couple of years before I got married. But after 28 years, almost three decades, I lost myself. I lost the ability to take care of myself in a way that whether I stayed in, you know, in that relationship or not, I, I should not have lost. But I did. You know, I gave a part of myself, a big part of myself away and a lot of the responsibilities and things like that that I had known when I was single and living alone, but then lost let me read some others. Let's see. There are some good ones here. This one woman went on, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. That the one common theme that I see here is after I ask them, you know, what do you wish that you knew then that you know now? And then after they explain and respond, I say, well, what pushed you forward? You know, what? Because it, it typically is fear. It's fear that holds us back. And fear of the unknown you know, which is, which is crazy because none of us can tell the future. I mean, none of us know what tomorrow is going to bring. So to be afraid of tomorrow is kind of crazy. I mean, it's, it's not much 
different than being afraid of the boogeyman, you know, and finally now as adults, we know that the boogeyman doesn't exist, right? So I, I found that fear was a common thread that caused us to hold ourselves back in this discussion. However, what came to light in this conversation as well, the women that responded said that inner strength, somehow they found the inner strength to make a change. And that doesn't always mean you have to leave your husband or separate from your husband, but that somehow they found the inner strength to say, yes, I'm, I'm gay. I'm gay and I need to live as a gay woman. I don't know what that's going to look like. Or maybe by now I do know what that looks like. And I need to make sure that I get those needs met. So it's just so cool to talk to other women and hear them talk from a place of strength. It's just, I don't know, it fills me up with pride, you know, when I see that. And to to hear their words from despair to inner strength and progress and change. Another another woman said that she just found that she started trusting herself, that, that you know, she started listening to her intuition. She started listening to the the healthy voice in her head, I guess, the one that, you know, has been sending her signals and hints and things like that. So I think it's really cool. And and that leads me into the response of this next woman who said, you know, when I asked her, what do you wish you knew then that you know now? She said, you know, there's nothing better than living your truth. And And she's referring to how she's living now. She's living her truth now. And she said, there's nothing better than that. And she acknowledged, yes, there are ups and downs, but feeling the feeling of living who I am there's just nothing like it. I now have inner peace and inner strength. And even when chaos is going on all around me, I still feel that inner peace and that inner strength. Giving ourselves permission to listen to our inner selves is the best gift we can give ourselves. Woo! That's good stuff. That is good stuff. Another woman responded, what do you wish you knew then that you know now is how hard it was going to be. And actually, another woman spoke up. Yes, there are t- many of us have, have had a hard time coming out, whether it was acknowledging and admitting it to ourselves that we are now, not now, but that we are gay women and we wish to live our lives as such. Or sometimes it's the lack of acceptance that we get from either friends or family or coworkers or our children. Sometimes it is the wrath that we need to... Well, we don't need to, but the wrath that we get put upon us by our spouses or significant others when they find out that, you know, we're kind of flipping the script on on the marriage and on our lives. So yeah, some some of us, it's been hard. But one of the women in the group said, you know, let's just also let everybody know that it's not always hard, not for everyone. And, or maybe not all the parts of coming out later in life are hard. So please don't be put off or frightened by the notion that you are going to have this horrible, difficult time. It's not horrible and difficult for everyone. And and there are ways around the difficulty, which I, I enjoy helping women and guide them through that. That's something that, that I do as a, a little side business. So if you are struggling and having a hard time getting through the journey, then, you know, give me a call or send me an email. But but don't be afraid if you haven't gotten to that point of telling your husband yet or telling your children, it may not be a difficult task. 
My kids took it well. Granted, my ex-husband, five years prior to me talking to them, told them, and he basically outed me to them, but which is really rude and an unkind thing to do. But I still came out to them myself, face-to-face, spoke the words, and I'm very, very fortunate that they accept who I am and they love me no matter what, which is the way it should be. You know, love is love. And in fact, that's what my younger daughter said. Uh, My daughters are now 25 and 27. And let me see, when I first initiated divorce, it was, uh, my younger daughter was just going into college. She had just graduated high school and was going in, going off to college. So yeah, they're 25 and 27 now and they accept me. And so, so not everything in my journey was difficult. My divorce was very, very, very difficult, but that's just who I married, you know, more often than not on this journey and meeting all these women who are coming out later in life, their husbands have been amazing amazing. And and I think it maybe it's because they had better better relationships to start than I did with my ex-husband. But, you know, the, this one woman said that she wishes she knew how hard it was going to be to make these major changes in her life. And the nice thing and the good news is, is that you're not alone. You don't have to go through this alone. That's why we have this podcast. That's why I have my Facebook group coming out late community, coming out late community uh, on Facebook. And that is why I do the Women Loving Women Zoom groups. They're just invaluable, absolutely invaluable. And every every week, I always say, my gosh, that was such a good meeting. That was such a good group. And it just keeps getting better and better week after week. And And that's because the women who show up, you know, they show up and they they speak up and they share their truth. They share their knowledge, they share their experience and their strength and their hope. And that gives us hope, you know, it gives the rest of us hope. And for two or three steps ahead of where you are in your journey, then by all means, we're here to give you a leg up and help in any way we can. Oh my gosh, this one woman, you know, when I said, what do you wish you knew then that you now know? And she went on and on about how much joy and freedom she felt after she came out to herself. She seemed more herself, and she felt validated. And when she told her friends, she felt even more validated. She wasn't really 100% sure she was gay. You know, she was questioning and questioning, you know, in solitude, by herself, in her own head, and she came to the conclusion that, you know, you don't really need to know 100% with certainty that you for sure are gay and you're coming out as gay. You just have to take it one day at a time. Allow yourself to explore those thoughts. Just give yourself permission to explore those thoughts. It's okay. But seriously, when I, when I was so intense about I would fixate on a woman and fixate on her for as long as I could possibly fixate on her for. It was crazy. I didn't understand it. But I I allowed myself to feel those feelings. I allowed myself to have the inner conversations of like, what the heck? What's going on here? But this young woman, you know, said that she just felt so much relief, so much freedom, and so much joy. And I have to say, when I came out to myself, and I still feel that way, I concur 
I, I felt an immense amount of relief. I still feel free. I still feel joyous. And yes, there's crap to put up with. You know, there's going to be, as, as this other woman said, you know, even when chaos is going on all around you, we can still feel that sense of relief, that sense of freedom, and that sense of joy. It is possible. And, and that's how, that was my confirmation for myself. That's how I knew, and that's how I got to my 100% certainty that when I acknowledged it to myself, I didn't even have to be in a relationship. I didn't even have to tell another human being. It's like when I acknowledged it to myself and I had that, oh my God, I'm gay moment, I, I immediately laughed after I gasped. And I just laughed and I felt relief and I felt free and I felt joy. Yeah, it's, it's possible. This woman also went on to say that, you know, once she did finally allow herself to question whether she was gay or not, she slowly but surely felt herself releasing internalized homophobia, which she recognized was deeply suppressed and wouldn't, I mean, it was such a, an internal homophobia syndrome that, you know, she wouldn't even, it was so deeply suppressed that she couldn't even go there. Like it just, and, and I totally understand that. I, I, with all of the clues and the, the things that were put in front of my face and the, the feelings that I felt and the things that I saw and the reactions I had to them, I just can't believe how deeply suppressed my internalized homophobia was. It was deep down at the end of my toes. And finally, this young woman summed up that saying that what she's learned now that she wished she knew then is to trust herself, that trusting myself and my own inner knowing you know, even even if you're kind of feeling it, but you're not really sure, she says, go for it. Just go for it. Explore the feelings. Put yourself in, in the place of a, of a gay woman. Imagine yourself there. Read things. Listen to this podcast. Talk to women in these support groups. You know, we're all in the same boat together. We really are. And then she, oh, she sums up and says, live your life find your truth. Oh my gosh. Live your life and find your truth. I almost feel like I should end the episode there. That's really, really profound. Maybe I'll get back to that. Live your life and find your truth. Why not? Why not? You know, you've got this life to live and life is meant to be lived, not survived. All right. P.S. on this, this last woman too. This was, this was really neat. So once she admitted it to herself, she was she was then able to come out to her partner and and that was a really you know it was difficult and challenging but it it went really well but then step number 3 for her was figuring out how were we going to move forward in this marriage she was married and you know what they concluded was that they really are better off just friends that there really wasn't a whole lot more to their relationship. Yes, they love each other and they love each other's friends. So what this young couple did, and as she put into to words so eloquently, is that she said, we decided we would keep the good parts of our friendship and our relationship and let go of the parts of the relationship that was never really working out anyway. I was like, wow, that really, that was just, 
So, and then she went on to explain that they're they're still good friends today. That they see each other once a week. They do something fun together once a week. They're in frequent contact with one another. And you know, oh my gosh, what a beautiful story! Just a beautiful story. I mean, kudos to them. Standing ovation to them for you know figuring it out, figuring this out together. That, okay, this isn't going to work. We never really were a good, loving, romantic couple, but we love each other as friends, and they've been friends a long, long time. So they kept all the good parts of the relationship, and they discarded the parts that just really weren't working for them anyway. I mean, that's just amazing. That's just, I just, I love this person, and I love her her truth and her strength. She's so wise, even as young as she is. And I think I'm going to end this episode there. I mean, this is the woman that said, live your life and find your truth. Even if you're kind of feeling gay, even if you're kind of suspecting it, she says, go for it. And I just adore her for that. So everybody who's listening, I want you to think about living your life and finding your truth and trust yourself. Just trust yourself. You know better than anyone what's right for you. And remember, it's better late than never because it's never too late. If you're looking for your people, your community, and a safe place to learn and get answers to your questions, then come join the conversation. Come join us in our private Facebook group, Coming Out Late Community, because we all know it's better late than never, and it's never too late.